Hello and welcome to Encounter Church Cape Town. We're so excited that you can join us for this message and we speak God's abundant blessing upon you, your families and all of your spheres of influence as you do so. Enjoy as you engage with God. This morning we're going to be continuing the theme that we started at the beginning of the month, which was about stepping out and stepping into the new season or the new things that God has for us. And so far we've we focused on some uh, some topics like uh, the stewarding of prophetic words that we receive and how to remember the things that God has said to us and even to to partner with them and to to act upon uh, the, the things that he said to us in faith. And then last week we had um, a message from my father who yeah, spoke just a reminder of the biblical season that we're in, uh, which is about entering into this new year. And Rosh Hashanah was last week, and so it marks a significant step um, just spiritually into a new season. And I'm sure we can all relate to it as well, because it really just uh, feels like that right now, even uh, in the natural as we are progressing into a springtime uh, towards summer. And also, yeah, also just moving into a, a in some ways, uncharted territory with uh, the unlocking of lockdown at level one now and uh, and with things opening up again. And so in many ways in societies, uh, maybe yeah, spiritually, physically, and in probably many different ways in our lives, we are moving into something new and stepping out in new ways. And so we, today we're continuing in this theme again. And I want to focus on uh, on some on some scriptures that speak into this and speak into about moving into into new things. And in particular, I actually want to speak today about forgetting about some of the old things from the old season in order for us to be able to move fully um, into the new season. So it's just a slightly different take on some things that we've been been looking at. But if you want to turn to Isaiah chapter forty three. Um, this is a phenomenal passage of scripture, incredible prophetic words that Isaiah brought. Um, and, uh, and I want to just, just look at, at something that he said in particular, which I've been meditating on for the last while and just, just feeling like God is really wanting to speak to us through this. So if you look at Isaiah 43 and verse 18 to 19, so I'm actually just picking out two verses in the midst of an amazing prophetic word that Isaiah is bringing and I encourage you to read the whole of Isaiah 43 uh, just to get the context and to see exactly what what he was speaking about. I'll mention a little bit more of that in a moment but let's just look at verse 18 and verse 19 which I believe are the real pivotal verses within chapter 43. So it says here, forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing, now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Now, it's, it's great to look at those verses just on their own. And I'm sure, you know, we can look into that and to see exactly what God is saying. But uh, when I was looking just at the whole of Isaiah 43, I just realized that actually this, um, these two verses come at such a crossroads within the entire uh, prophetic word that Isaiah is bringing. And in fact, if we look before verse 18, we, we see that God is actually reminding uh, the people about his goodness, his faithfulness. 
he's reminding them that uh, he's their creator, that he created um, created them uh, from you know right in their inmost being. He's knitted them together and he's formed them, and he's he's called them his sons and his daughters, and he's continuously throughout history. Uh, he has protected them, provided for them. He's provided a way out for them. He brought them out of Egypt. He's protected them from their enemies. And so he's, he's actually reminding them of so many different things. So it's quite funny that we suddenly, we suddenly get to verse 18 and it says, forget the former things. After a whole, you know, 17 verses of actually reminding them of the former things. But what we see is actually, it's not so much just about the forgetting of the former things. It's that Isaiah is really wanting to, uh, well, through the message that God's given him, he's wanting to encourage the people to look forward, to look ahead to the new things that God has because they, they far surpass the former things. So it's not a case of the old things being you know, bad and just need to be completely written off, although maybe in some cases they do. But I think the key thing there is really that, uh, where he says, do not dwell on the past. Because God is doing something new. And in fact, what's even more amazing, if you go on from verse 20 onwards and you read to the rest of the end of uh, chapter 43, you'll see that actually Isaiah is foretelling about uh, the, the era of grace which we now live in. He was talking about Jesus. He's talking about the redemption from sin. He's, he's talking about salvation and about grace. And, and he specifically talks about the God who remembers our sins no more. So there's another, you know, interesting, just uh, another connection there about uh, what we remember and what we forget. And I just want to focus on this a little bit today because I also just really feel that, you know, we're in a time now where, where God is actually calling us uh, sometimes to actually forget certain things. And to, you know, to, to remember certain things, but to forget certain things and to move on and to move into the new things. Um, I know that uh, even at the beginning of this year, actually, I had had some words um, of encouragement, maybe prophetic words as well, spoken over me just about this being a year and a season um, of, of even healing of some memories uh, or, you know, things that have gone before. And it was something that kind of intrigued me. And I thought, well, OK, that's great you know, we'll see what, what God will do uh, through that. But I've been so conscious of it over the last few months, especially in, in lockdown, that this is actually something that's really important. It's, it's, uh, and it's not always necessarily just the big things or the dramatic or, you know, or the trauma or whatever it might be. But sometimes it's even just the small things that sometimes we, we need to just forget about or we need to stop dwelling on or we need to begin to just begin to move on from that or or even just shift our focus onto the new things or the the greater things that God is doing or the greater things that are to come and not to get stuck on the past. And you know, even in the during this COVID time there's a there's a, a temptation for all of us to think about, you know, what were the good old days or people are making many jokes about, you know, the times before COVID and, you know, will the world ever be the same again? Will we ever get back to what it was like before? Or how long will it take for, you know, things to recover or to be the same again? But, you know, that's not how the spirit uh, works. And that's not how the kingdom of God works. Because we see that God is always a God about ad of advance. He's always a God where, uh, you know, the, the latter things surpass the, the, the former things that, that, the, the plans of God actually get better over time. 
that um yeah and just spiritually you know the kingdom of god is is increasing is expanding and uh, and the things of god get more glorious as we get to the day of of jesus ultimately approaching and so there's that contrast between what we see in the natural and between yeah what we know of uh, to be true where within the kingdom of god but i yeah i just want to to have a look at a few different things you know i think that the temptation for us is that if we begin to dwell too much on the things of the past even sometimes the good things that we can maybe get stuck there you know sometimes that yeah to, focusing too much on the things of the past can can lead to a sense of paralysis or helplessness um or yeah or even depression in some ways you know um or just just keep us rooted somewhere where god hasn't really intended uh, for us to stay because he wants us to be moving on and moving into to the new things that he has and and so yeah i mean you know it's natural for us in life to to sometimes have regrets um but that can lead to anxiety and stress and and we might even say well you know we we can't change the past and so there's a sense of helplessness in that but you know i just want to encourage us today as well is that god is a god who actually can change the past and this is this is something quite phenomenal and and it's it's part of the message of grace that we really need to take hold of and remind ourselves again but you know there's there's the reminders here in the scripture that he can actually make us innocent of the things that have have happened in the past he he chooses to remember our sins no more he chooses to forget the shameful things from the past he and he chooses to yeah to remove that even from his memory and and so yeah when we know i mean we celebrate as a church uh, the fact that our god is a miraculous you know miracle working god a god of the supernatural a god of wonders we we pray for healing um, and we see miracles and healings that happen in our community and you know we share those testimonies and so we see that you know god is a god who can make things right he can do things supernaturally he can put things in order again and so many of us have incredible testimonies in our lives even of things that have changed significantly um you know sometimes as we get born again or we come to god we receive new gifts we receive abilities which we never had before we're able to to do things that we even in the natural that we we never thought that we were ever any good at um and and you might find even coming to god as a christian you might suddenly realize that you have more interest in reading and reading the word for example or uh maybe you have more understanding when you read than you ever used to have maybe you've got a desire to speak to people and you never really had a desire to speak to people before and so it can be you know just really simple things like that but actually it's profound things and so god is a god about um our god is is a god about changing us and transforming us and um and even you know the the yeah really the fact is that our past does not determine our future with god um and that's that's the incredible um message of grace that that we have here um and yeah so i just want to pick up a few things uh, on that as well and you know that although the, uh, the bible is you know speaks here about uh, that that god will forget our sins you know that it also says in the new testament that he will not forget your good works that you've done So this is incredible when when God actually says you know or when you come to God and you repent and 
um, and you, uh, yeah, just, you know, come to make right from him, with him and you turn from your ways. He's not just a God who just presses the restart button and say, okay, fine, you know, start from scratch again. He's actually a God who, who just wipes away all the negative, all the guilt, all the shame, all the sin and all the wrong stuff. And he holds on to the good. He chooses to remember the good things that we have done and the good deeds. And those things will still be rewarded one day. So that's just, when I just realized that again, you know, I think you just can't help just falling in love with God even more and just being even more amazed at, at his grace. That even in the times that we, that we might go through or the struggles that we have, and, you know, as soon as we repent and we come to him, he, he chooses to forget the, uh, those, those wrong things, but he still holds on to and remembers the amazing things, the good things, and the things, the, you know, the acts of obedience that we've done and the acts of kindness that we've done, uh, for example, the times when we have stepped out in faith. And he continues to remember that and hold on to that. So there's such an encouragement for us uh, to keep doing that. I was um, doing a study then on um, on the rest of the, the New Testament and actually just just wanting to see what, what else was spoken about here, that what are we asked to forget um, and how, you know, how much does it speak about forgetting or about remembering? And um, <clears throat> I should just say that there are a lot more verses that actually speak about remembering the things that God really wants us to remember than they are about forgetting. There's, only, there's actually very few that speak about forgetting. Um, and, um, and in fact, in some, in some ways, you'll find that it's almost it's stated in the, in the negative way as well, or, or the, the, the opposite way, where it actually says, you know, I will not forget or, or do not forget. So um, there's, there's actually very few scriptures that speak about forgetting, um, which is an interesting thing. We've, we are far more often um, asked to, to remember and, and remember the ways of God, remember his goodness, his kindness, his nature. His faithfulness and that's why we share testimonies that's why we want to encourage each other so we we do need to remember we need to remember what god has done for us um, and we need to remember what he's promised us what he said to us um, but yeah there are also a few things that we need to forget and we need to um yeah we, we need to move on from in philippians 3 um the uh, paul is writing here and he says that forgetting what is behind, straining towards what is ahead, I press on. Um, and he carries on, you know, to explain that. But he, he presses on, forgetting what is behind, moving on towards what is ahead. At the same time, Paul also writes in so many of his letters that he urges the church to remember certain things, to remember the apostles' teaching, to remember what the Lord has done in their lives, to remember the words of prophecy spoken over them. Um, so there's there's so many things we call to remember, but sometimes it's just a case of, I need to move on. I need to forget what is behind. I need to maybe flush some of those things. I need to just make right with God, and I need to move on. I want to also look at a scripture, New Testament, um, in 2 Peter chapter 3. Um, and I'm going to read from verse one, uh, 1 to 9, because I think it just gives us a, a different take on this aspect of uh, of forgetting as well. And, and pressing on to the new things, and especially in the context of holding on to prophetic words, which is something that we have been uh, looking at over the last, uh, the last few weeks. So if you want to have a look in 2 uh, Peter chapter 3, um, and I'll, I'll read from verse 1. It says, um, 
Dear friends, this is now my second letter to you. I have written both of them as reminders to stimulate you to wholesome thinking. So this is really interesting. We see the point of his letters here. He's, he's, uh, Simon Peter is so concerned about the church's wholesome thinking. So it's about our minds and what we're thinking of and, and what we are dwelling on. Um, and so you'll see in the context of this, it's, it says, he says, I want, to, I want you to recall, yeah, remember the words spoken in the past by the holy prophets and the command given by our Lord and Savior through your apostles. So there's some things that we are called to remember and think about. Above all, you must understand that in the last days, scoffers will come, scoffing and following their own evil desires. They will say, where is this coming? He promised. Ever since our ancestors died, everything goes on as it has since the beginning of creation. But they deliberately forget that long ago, by God's word, the heavens came into being and the earth was formed out of water and by water. By these waters, also the world of that time was deluged and destroyed. By the same word, the present heavens and earth are reserved for fire, being kept for the day of judgment and destruction of the ungodly. But do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but want everyone to come to repentance. And we'll, we'll just focus on, on this aspect. So here's... Yeah, some some different uh, a different take on some things to remember and some things uh, to forget, and it actually is talking about uh, people uh, within the church who were growing impatient with uh, yeah I guess the promises of God or the prophetic words spoken that were not coming to pass, and especially the sense of uh, of revival coming or of of God returning, and in this case it was on on yeah on Jesus' return and uh, and the judgment day. It was a sense of well. When is this going to come? When is Jesus coming back again? Um, and this was still in the first century, you know, and, and the church was growing impatient. And, and um, Simon Peter's even highlighting the fact that some of their impatience was rooted in the fact that they had forgotten. So they were, they were actually almost choosing to forget, it says there, um, that they had deliberately forgotten even um, the fact that God was their crea creator, you know, what had God had done in the past, just the character and the nature of God that they were forgetting. And, and this was a big, uh, big problem and a big cause of, uh, of their impatience. But, you know, I also just think that it's, it's, it's so relevant to us today because we can look uh, in the context of what's happening now in the world. We can think of just what's happened the last few months but also we can look at our lives, we can even reflect on prophetic words um, that we've been given, we can reflect on promises and maybe just dreams and desires that we have as well that we are holding before the Lord and, and holding on to in, in faith or maybe stepping out in faith or maybe you've even responded and stepped out in what you, in many ways, to prophetic words and maybe you haven't seen the fulfillment that you expected or you thought you would see or yeah, what you felt was, was promised. Um, and in, in many ways, we can see here that uh, some of the believers, they were, they were getting angry with God. They were, um, yeah, they were just, you know, for, choosing to forget about his character and his nature and his goodness. And, and the, the biggest problem was they were growing impatient with God. 
um, or, or even accusing God of being slow. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's that's an interesting uh, thing here. But, you know, Peter is, is encouraging us to really just remember that God is a patient God and that uh, obviously his timing is perfect. And in fact, here when he's saying he's just, you know, highlighting the character and nature of God in that the God is not slow in making things happen, but he has a perfect plan and it's out of his love, it's out of his grace, it's out of his patience uh, for, you know, for the world and for people that um, that the end has not yet come and uh, and he's not yet returned. It's it's in his good and perfect will. And although that's a big picture, you know, prophetic word, and that's the overall sense of, of time and scale that, that we find ourselves in in these last days, um, we can relate that to to the to the prophetic words and the promises that each of us hold on to for our own lives and for the things in the church as well. And so, yeah, I really just you know want to end with a few uh, a few words of um, I guess of practical um, guidance and encouragement and and some things that that we can really just take out of this as we apply this um, to our own lives as well. And so, firstly, uh, you know, in the context of stewarding prophetic words and moving into the new season. We really need to just forget some things. Maybe we need to flush some of the things that were not from God, that, uh, you know, any words or things spoken over us that have brought condemnation, that have made us uh, feel unworthy um, or, you know, not capable uh, or anything that doesn't, you know, has not lined up with scripture uh, or been condemning in any way. Um, we, we need to flush those things. We need to stop dwelling on them and we need to get ready to move on um, to the new things that, that God has said to us. Second key thing is that there are some things that we need to remember. So let's continue to remember the promises of God. Let's continue to remember his nature, his character. You know, read the word, um, ask for fresh revelation too, um, ask for confirmations. Um, and and then, the, you know, yeah, thirdly, look to see what God is doing now. You know, the, that uh, the original scripture where I mentioned there about, um, you know, look around you. Do you not perceive what God is doing? It's, it's very easy for us to look around and to see what the devil is doing. We just need to look at the news. We need to, you know, hear the stories of what's happening around us. It's not quite as easy to, to really see, well, what is God doing through all of this? But that's exactly what he's calling us to do is to be a people who would perceive what he's doing to see things from his perspective. And above all, just to know that, well, he, he is doing something in every season. He's the God who brings, um, you know, makes paths in the, um, in, the, in the wilderness, which really is a sense of bringing clarity and direction uh, in the midst of, uh, of chaos. And he's the God who makes streams in the, in the wilderness to flow, uh, which means that he can bring life even in dry places um, and barren places. So, you know, when we remember who he is and what he's doing, and we know that he's always doing that, then it's up to us to really start looking around in our own lives and looking around us to see, well, what is God doing then um, in and around us in the season? And so to be a prophetic people, it really means that uh, to be better at, at seeing and focusing on what God is doing in the season rather than um, looking around us and just observing what the devil is doing. And then finally, that we wouldn't become impatient, that that we would uh, be a people who would act upon the words that we receive, the promises that we have, and uh, and and would, would would partner with the words. 
sometimes some of those things maybe do come with conditions and maybe some of it is about clearing things out, you know, um, maybe stopping certain things, maybe repenting, maybe coming back to God uh, or, or making adjustments. And other times it's just a case of, yeah, trusting God, being patient, learning patience in the moment and holding on to him, pressing into him, uh, seeking his face. Um, you know, sometimes it might just be some practical wisdom, you know, asking a, asking friends for help, asking people, you know, uh, taking a course to learn something more uh, in a particular area, learning a new skill, whatever it might be. Um, but just, um, yeah, just not taking the blame out on God and becoming impatient with him because his timing is perfect and his patience with us is such a grace. Um, and, uh, and so just enjoying him for his goodness and celebrating what he is doing in every season of our lives. So I just want to end with a prayer. Father, I thank you for what you are doing. I just thank you for, for the blessing um, that you uh, are to us. And uh, yeah, we just thank you that we can celebrate you in every season of life and every season uh, that we face around us. We just thank you that you're moving. We thank you that you're doing something new. And I just pray that as a community, you would open our eyes, our hearts and our whole beings to perceive what you are doing in this era and that we would be a people who would align ourselves with what you are doing. We just pray now as well, Lord, that you would just uh, heal memories from the past, that you would bring wholeness, that you would bring alignment. Thank you that you're the God who makes all things new. And we trust in you afresh again today as we step into the new season that you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a fantastic day.